This podcast was brought to you by GGC Bin Rentals. You fill the bin, we take it away. Hi everybody, I'm Shannon, the Garden Girl from Georgina Garden Center. Welcome back to our podcast. I am here, because I said our, I'm here with Katie. Well, it's more yours than me. I just come <laughs> to be the village idiot. <laughs> and to make me laugh. The garden, the garden... <laughs> non-expert <laughs> i provide the questions you're learning very slowly very slowly very slowly this is going to be a good episode for me because this episode we're talking about a summer checkup um with your garden and your mm-hmm. plants how are they doing we've had an intense hot beginning to our summer mm-hmm. we're kind of approaching the mid-summer time mm-hmm. and it's time to check up with our bugs. But first, it's time to check in with our tea for the episode. And it was Shannon's duty. Last week, we got a little wild because <laughs> I provided a beer version of tea. Yes. Um, and then my rights of selecting the tea were taken away. Well, just for this week. Yep. And it's Shannon's turn. So what do we got? I picked this tea. We have not had this tea before. Okay. It is Hagen dazs <laughs> Matcha green tea. But I've never actually had matcha green tea Ice either. Cream. Ice and cream. It's very deceiving because she just handed me a mug, our mugs that we typically drink I still drink gave under. it to her in a tea mug. Yeah. And, it's, <laughs> and I look in it and it's ice cream. So cheers. Green tea ice cream. Bring it on. Okay, let's go. I've never had time. it and I've never had matcha tea. What? Have you ever been to a sushi restaurant? This is mm-hmm. what they give you when, you when you have your ice cream. It's green tea. But green tea is different than matcha. It's a powdered version. This is exactly what matcha tea tastes like. Hmm. Maybe we'll have to have matcha tea one time too. This is Do you yummy. like this? Mm-hmm. I have ma- I'll bring matcha next time. Next time. <laughs> <laughs> Ice cream makes me slur my words. Mm. This is good. It's a hot summer day, so we're having this tea, and now all of a sudden... Is it bad to have ice cream at 10 a.m.? Mm-mm. Mm-hmm. What's worse, beer or tea? <laughs> <laughs> all right. We can't just pause. Good choice. This I is just, good. Yeah. Just give us a few minutes, everybody, <laughs> while we eat our ice cream in We'll get some ice cream and come back. <laughs> so first things first, it's been a hot summer. I find like the plants that I do have, which I will name them right now because I can, that have survived in my garden. I have, I can name them all in one, one hand. I have lemon balm, obviously, mm-hmm. because of the tea we made. I had to have lemon balm. Well, we can't balm. say obviously. Is it, it's still alive? That's a good thing. You know what I mean? Like, why do I pick lemon balm? Well, because we can drink it. Okay. Um, I have cat mint. Mm-hmm. Your cats love. Yeah, they went wild. Yeah. And I have... <coughs> I have the most basic. Or obviously, I have some hostas, which are not of any of my doing. Mm-hmm. But I also have um, two tomato plants. Are they growing? Yes. Yes. There's no flowers on them. No? It might be late. But. No. There's bugs attacking us. This should be okay. Because of the sugar. Um, so, I noticed my cat mint looks a little dry. Do you water it? Like, sometimes. Katie. My Boston ferns are hibernating. I told you that when you went to buy your Boston ferns, because you did it last year and they didn't work. And I said, why are you doing it again? They look good, though. Like, I mean, they're probably dead, but they're still green. We're fine. They look fine. They're implanters at the front door of my house. Do you water them often? No. Okay, you need to water them often. It might be too late. Like daily. Oh, I, I don't have time for that. Are they green? Yep. Darkish. You're... <laughs> <laughs> the look on Katie's face there when she was answering that. 
clearly lying okay. that they're not green. <laughs> so, okay, what what should we be looking for to kind of give our plants that boost to make it through the rest of this hot, seemingly hottest summer? Well, boost, first you want to remember to water your plants, Katie. Okay, number one. Not once in a while, not once a week. What about some overwatering you can do that. In this heat, what would happen? They'll die. But oh, they will? Some, yep. But some plants still need water every day. You mm -hmm. need to at least check that they need water every day. Mm -hmm. And you can't go away for a weekend or a week or two weeks or wherever to a cottage or anything like that and expect anything to still be alive when you get back because chances are won't be. Okay. They're all living things. They all need the water. So if you have water under control, fertilizing... If it's tree shrubs, perennials, like once a month with a granular uh, slow release. If it's annuals, you want to use your 20-20-20 or miracle Grow or something like that, a water-soluble, and you mix with water in your water can and water. And you want to do that minimum once a week. Oh. The more you fertilize them, the more blooms you'll get. Okay. So I think your first key, though, is just to remember to water things. Pretty we'll basic. do baby steps here. Okay. We'll I don't just have a garden water. hose at my house. I don't so have use an a bucket, yeah, bucket of a water. Of you so remember to water your animals? That's on automatic. They're on automatic water. Oh, jeez. <laughs> It'd be sad, wouldn't it? Yeah. <laughs> Otherwise. <laughs> okay, so then other things I have here, Katie's just looking so intent at all this stuff, is because it's been, it was such a wet spring and now it's such a hot summer, a lot of plants are getting powdery mildew, spots, bugs, or all of the above, or some sort of combination of that. So I have So here, what does that look like? What am I looking for? Well, powdery mildew is what it's not. It's like, white powder on it. It could be okay. gray powder, black powder, that kind of thing. But it's powder you can usually kind of rub Yes. Okay. Um, insects. You can sometimes see the insects, or um, sometimes, like if you have thrips or spider mite and things like that, they're so tiny, you don't necessarily see them until they've done the damage, and then you see the damage. Okay. Um, but if you know what to look for, so it kind of gets before that pr point, mm -hmm. um, you can do that. But otherwise, and like same with like fruits and stuff like that, like fruit trees and stuff, you'll sometimes get spots, or you know last year I got it, so you can get some products to have it on hand in case it comes in this year. Um, one thing with all our products, they're all natural. These on front of us are all Green Earth and Safers products. Um, so the key thing with them is they have to hit the pest or the disease to be effective. It's nothing preventative. Back in the day when we had chemicals and stuff to use, you could put it on at the beginning of the season and pretty much never get anything because it was systemic and it stayed in the plant. So if a bug ate it, then the bug would die. But now everything has to be contact. So a few things here for, let's say you have... Um, um, I don't know, give me some, uh, you have cat mint. Sometimes mint can get mold on it. Yeah, okay. I have, yeah, I know. Yeah, you that. get a little powdery thing on it. So we have ready to use. So ready to use comes, this is a liquid and it has a nozzle and everything. It's like in a attached. Windex type bottle. Yeah, mm -hmm. so it's called ready to use. And see that's what the powdery mildew looks like. Oh, there that on picture there. on there, yeah. And you spray upper and lower leaf. Mm -hmm. And with all these products, you never apply any of these products during the heat of the day. It's either early morning or late day. Okay. So you okay. just give it a good spray. Yep. And you can do it once a week. Okay. We have also for the same type of thing, um, lime sulfur. And this is a liquid concentrate. Mm -hmm. Does not have a sprayer on top. Mm -hmm. So you read the directions and it will tell you how much to mix with water you and then you spray. Okay. Yes. 
really good stuff. Lime sulfur works. Does it smell like sulfur? It reeks. Like rotten eggs like yeah like death yeah toots. gross really gross <laughs> oh no yeah. um, will your garden start to smell like that not only while it's being sprayed then it you okay. don't smell anymore okay so lime sulfur is really really good it is an insecticide fungicide and it will get rid of um yeah it gets rid of anything so it's one of the best ones to have in your cupboard to be able to use okay. and you can use it on pretty much anything there's only a few things you can't use it on because it says here that you can use it on um, fruits, mm -hmm. so you can eat this. Mm -hmm. You can eat a plant that's been treated before with this. Yes. Okay. And it tells you in the directions up to how many days before harvest you can put it on. Oh, right. Okay. Okay. Because mm -hmm. none of these stay on the plant for any length of time. It's kind of... Well, if you're doing it every other every week, yes. then it sounds like to me... Exactly. Like a shop. Yeah. Especially if you're up on your watering. <laughs> yes. Got it. Yeah. Okay. And if you apply any of this and then it rains like same day, you'd have to go to reapply it. It needs a bit okay. of time on there okay um and then the last one i have for fungicide um is a garden sulfur so this one is a powder this one is a wettable powder or you can dust it on so you can mix with water and spray if you want mm -hmm. or you can just dust the plant with it okay okay and this does mites and fungus Ooh, and this also works really well on veggies by the yes. looks of the picture here. it's very good for veggies tomatoes are tomatoes yep. susceptible for that Tomatoes can get, they can get um, different types of viruses and things. They can get some powdery mildew on it. There's, hmm. depends, depends on the tomato variety. Everything, usually everything gets touched with some sort of bug, just because bugs are in nature. They're minor, passing by, they're hungry, they're going to stop for a little snack. Mine are purple tomatoes. The tomato itself is purple? Yeah. Like Cherokee purple you it's have? It's called, no, purple rosella. Okay. Are these the ones you started by seed? Yes. They're pretty big now. I am so impressed. They're like this big. No way. Which I'm saying is like two, two feet? feet. Yeah. Do I need to stake them? You probably should. Yeah. One of them's like a little tilty. Yeah. Stake it. Stake that. Yeah. You always want to stake your tomatoes. Okay. I can okay. do that. So all of these, again, are all natural. Apply to your plants. What's this insecticidal soap? Like you bath them? <laughs> oh, you crack me up. Well, it's called soap. Okay. So the next ones here are for insects. So we have, as Katie saw here, she was so eager about this one, <laughs> insecticidal soap. Um, this one is just a type of soap. And no, it's not your dish soap or body wash or anything like that. Okay. It's a completely different strain of fatty acids. Um, so some people still do mix like a mild dish soap with water and spray. I never recommend it only because it's not, that soap wasn't recommended for plants okay. and if you get the wrong mix rate or again it's wrong chain of fatty acids in the soap you can actually break down the cells in the plants and it does more harm than good okay so i always stick to it's like same like taking medications when you have a medication like oh it's probably going to work for this too no stick yeah, we're not stick, chemists yeah stick with what it says on the label okay so insecticidal soap is for plants and it is what it is it's soap with water so mixed. you you scrub them you just spray it <coughs> you rinse them off yep you just spray the plant just how you would with these these you let it sit on there and it will and then you wash it no, off you don't have to okay why do they call it soap because there's soap in it oh okay yes <laughs> it's very confusing you can rub your plants if you'd like with it but you don't have to okay, get a little sponge yeah 
Okay. Give them a little bath. Okay. Uh, so this one, um, it says controls insects on fruits, vegetables, flowers, ornamental trees, and shrubs. So you can pretty much put it on everything. Okay. Okay. And it's not strong, so it's not going to really hurt much. Again, follow directions because everything's different. But again, apply like once a week type of thing. Edible. I can see the tomato. Well, you don't want to eat it. No, I mean like you can put it on your plants that you intend to eat. Yes. Okay. And it will also tell you on the label up to how many days before harvest you can okay. spray. Okay. Yep. And these are considered like all natural. All natural. So if you were like, I'm raising my plants organically, this is kind of the same deal. You can, some people who do organic don't want to use any sorts of sprays either. Like they'll use beneficial bugs or something like that. But these are natural. So mm -hmm. it's up to the person whether they want to use Consider. it or not. Okay. Yes. Mm -hmm. Okay. Our other one for insects for ready to use. Again, they're liquid. They have this trigger on top. So you don't have to mix or anything. Um, this one is Biomist, and it's... It sounds like a spa treatment for your plant. Sure. Like, you know, you just want to, like, put some Biomist on your face. <laughs> dewy, dewy skin. Maybe you shouldn't use any of these products <laughs> in your plants. Okay. I'm not going to let you have any. Well, <laughs> tell them to stop naming them. Really confusing. Soap and Biomist. Bring it on. <laughs> this one um, is made from pyrethrins, which is from your chrysanthemums so oh. it's derived from a plant okay so again all natural and you can spray it on it says kills insects on flowers and vegetables may be used up to one day before harvest oh nice so again yep super easy to use use once a week i like that yeah so this these are the kind of little boosts this is like your vitamins you would give your no. plants this time these of year. are not vitamins well i mean fertilizers vitamins treatments to help Yes, if you have bugs or any sort of disease, anything like that on your plant, these are what you're, these are its medications. Okay. Yes. I like it. Yes. Treatments. This other one I have here. Oh, good. This one's really good. Mm -hmm. This one's a powder. Yep. It looks like baby powder. It's yep. called Diotomaceous Earth. Oh, I've had an encounter with this stuff before. Uh -oh. What's your story? Do I want to know? No. Um, so I have Make it a long story so I can finish my ice cream. <laughs> it's, not, it's not long, but I have backyard chickens. Um, and I was always looking at different ways to help control lice. And mm -hmm. someone on the internet, because it's hard to have, like, you can't really find a chicken vet very easily for backyard chickens. Chicken vet. It's true. It's hard. So you have to rely on, like, forums and things. And people did recommend diatomaceous earth mm -hmm. for having good pronunciation yes, for helping them like bathe in it, it can help if mm -hmm. they if you can even like maybe they were saying treat your chicken with it so mm -hmm. i bought a bag of it mm -hmm. and then i took my hand into the bag mm -hmm. pulled out handfuls of it and mm -hmm. put it around their coop for them to like use mm -hmm. as a dust bath exactly well what? it burned my hands because i wasn't wearing gloves well, you probably left it on your hands and didn't wash it off right away. Yeah, like it, yeah. it, it actually like was pretty strong. Mm -hmm. And because I, I experienced that on my own skin, mm -hmm. I took it out of the chicken coop because I didn't want... It's good for them. I didn't know. Because you... it was hard on me, I just took it away from them and found different avenues to treat that. Um, she's <laughs> drinking her, her ice cream. <laughs> But diatomaceous earth, I've heard a lot about it. I know that it's very good. Mm -hmm. And I also know that it's a perfect natural solution. So I would try it again with your chickens. Okay. I would 
use gloves to apply it if it's going to bother you. Because again, yeah. everything's different. Like some people, yeah. things bother them, some things don't. Like it, but was, it was really, really All of caustic. these do tell you, like they all have precautions on it and things like that. So, um, dodge to make sure there's two because it's a powder. They don't want you to breathe it in. Yeah. Okay. That was so, another reason why I didn't <clears throat> want to have it in the chickens. It's honestly, okay. if you're just putting... Again, all chickens are different too, so I don't want to yeah. say. And then you come back and be like, "Shannon, lavender's gone," <laughs> and I'd be heartbroken. Lavender's the name of one of my chickens. Blind chicken. She's blind. Yep. Um, so you can dust lightly. You mm-hmm. don't need a ton of it. Dust mm-hmm. lightly. They'll like you know how the chickens get in like they dust bath. Yes, yeah. and it's to cool themselves down, clean them yeah. off, that kind of thing. And that on them will help kill any and anything that's in the soil too. Any bugs that will yeah. bother them, it will get rid this of it. Lice, it. ticks, everything. Right. So. My parents used to have sheep on the farm and they have really, really bad flies in the barn yeah. in the summer. Yep. So they got the big bag of diatomaceous earth too and they just lightly dusted it over the sheep's food. Mm-hmm. So when they ate it, it went through, went into the poop. poop. Yep. Then flies, when they lay their eggs, the diatomaceous earth kills the eggs. Kills eggs. So they had no, they had no flies. Really? Yeah. Like that no flies and it's natural this stuff is yes. so cool so it is food grade again you're not eating it obviously mm-hmm. but it's safe to put on things like that so this is really good on anything that crawls if it flies it doesn't really work on it anything that crawls so and you can dust it on anything you can dust it on the ground for ants yep you can dust it around like your baseboards if you have ants sometimes you get ants in the house sure. sometimes cottages yep you yep. put or earwigs anything like that the yeah. silverfish you yep. just put the diatomaceous earth along the edge yeah and it will kill them um you can vacuum it up in a few days type thing if yeah. you don't like it or put it where you don't see it yep. you can use it it even says like on your pets like in in their pet bed yeah just dust it lightly because if there's fleas or anything will kill it but on fruits vegetables anything it gets rid of like any honestly anything that crawls i've put it on roses before you know you get little green worms on roses and they strip your shrub Yep. Put on there. We'll get rid of the little tiny worms. It's really, really good stuff. Yeah, I like it. I mean, I, I'll give it another go. You've yeah. convinced me to just stop being a big baby. Yeah. I love hearing that about the sheep, yes. too. That's cool. Yeah. So it's a nice, natural, all-around good. But again, if it rains, you have to put it back down because of the dust. But So there's just a few things you can use in your garden now. Again, all natural. We have them all at the garden center. And... Yeah, if you have any questions or you have a problem in yes. your garden that you're not sure yes. how to treat, then let us know. Yeah. And, and if you want to bring the piece in, bring it in or a pick. Ziploc bag. Oh, yes. Closed bag or a picture of it. Something, something like biosecure. For yes. our, the garden yeah. center plants are precious. So exactly. don't bring your... Yeah. We don't want to spread the lovely bugs and diseases around. That's right. Yeah. So that's... Uh, that's it. Now I hope you learned something, Katie. You're going to try diatomaceous earth again? Yep. Yeah. I will. Very good. See you guys. This podcast was brought to you by GGC Bin Rentals. You fill the bin, we take it away.